The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of Melanie Yelvington and Kimberly Taylor and are for entertainment purposes only. We mean no disrespect to the victims nor their families. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to hit that subscribe and follow button and like us. Veil of Humanity is a weekly podcast where we give you a look behind the human-like mask killers wear. So let's dive on in. What is up, my crime crazy people? Welcome to Veil of Humanity. We're your hosts, Melanie Yelvington. And Kimberly Taylor. And today we're bringing you part two of Letitia Stalk, who has been convicted of killing her stepson Gannon in January of 2020. So grab your favorite beverage and a pillow to scream into as we finish out this horrible case. Also, we are a fan of the cursy words and we'll be dropping them in this episode. Yes, we will. Trigger warning for y'all, child's death, murder, and mental health discussion. Okay, Biss, my crime crazy people. We ended the last episode talking about his death. Gannon was stabbed 18 times, hit in the head, and shot twice. Letitia not only dumped his body, retrieved it, and then drove from Colorado to Florida to dispose of the remains. She did this with her daughter in the car. Mm-mm-mm. Letitia Stout is a deplorable human being. Absolutely awful. She's disgusting. So her trial started in April of 2023 and lasted five weeks before the jury found her guilty on May 9th. During the five-week trial, prosecutors accused Stout of stabbing Gannon 18 times and shooting him before dumping his body in Florida. Gannon's father, according to prosecute, prosecutors, sorry, was away on National Guard training when the child was killed. Defense attorneys, in turn, argued that the step monster mm-hmm. suffered a major psychotic crack. And I'm doing that with quotes because, mm, yeah, mm, right. When she killed Gannon, she pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity to the charges. That's all they could come up with. They couldn't come up with anything else with her. Exactly. And a quote by his mother, Landon, I pray that we will never have to look at her face again. And this was said during her statement to the court on Monday in the victim's impact statements. Justice has been served today. This won't bring my son back, but I can sleep soundly. Mm-mm. I can't imagine I can't having, either. having to go through this and then sit there and watch as this woman makes faces and flips off and just looks like she don't give two fucks yeah i can't i I can remember the first time that i watched her and i'm talking about landon yeah on, on the news and like she brought that 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 choking you know that feeling that you get in your throat where you're it's just, where it's just so hard to swallow? Yes. You know? What and I think this is when they found Gannon. And and she was in the background too. And and the way she just wailed. The you know? heartbreak. Yes. The, you could oh hear God. it. You could hear it in her voice. That, you could see it in her face. That is what I imagine. When I think of a grieving mother. That's what I imagine in my mind. Yes. 
Not these other ones that get on the news. And do their fake and cry. Do their, and do the boo-boo-hoo. No. That is what a grieving mother looks like to me. In like, my mind. In my opinion. Like, I've got chills just thinking about it, but uh-huh. it still gives me chills. Because <laughs> you've watched, like, all these other mothers and hearing 911 calls, and you can hear... In her, in Don't their, get me wrong. Some of them can act real good. Some of them can act really well. Especially over the phone. When yes. they're by themselves and they got to, oh, I know I got to play this up real good for 911 because they're going to listen to this in the future. Mm-hmm. So I got to play this up real good. But when they get in there and they get in front of the news and they get in front of the, the detectives and they can start, you know, like her, being won't even face the camera. Won't even come on, an man. With your back to the camera, come on. Asking for a redo. Mm. Come on, man. Knowing full well, saying we will find him. He will come home. Knowing full well, you know where he is and what happened to him. Again, it you know two mothers that come to mind when it comes to the fake acting is Patsy Ramsey and the nine one one call of Joan Bonet that night and Darlie Routier. You think Patsy Ramsey's was fake? Whoa, whoa, I do. I whoa, do. pump the brakes, sister. Pump the brakes. <laughs> I've always believed they were guilty, and we really? will definitely have to do this case on a sideline. Now we're but gonna have to do this case, sister. We're gonna have to do this case. This is completely I feel my like opinion. She, I feel like Patsy Ramsey died without knowing who her who who killed her daughter. I feel like that they knew the son did it. I've always believed that the you son, think the son did it. I've always believed that. Yes. Yes. What? And just based on the evidence, and because I've combed over okay, this case. Okay, we're gonna have to go around it. Okay, I have not combed today, over this not case. today, not today. <laughs> but, but that's a side point: is that when it comes to acting, talking about mothers who can act really well, mm-hmm. it was her, and then listening to the phone call of Darlie Routier and the interviews with her, even the re- interviews she does now. To me, it's and I, I don't feel like she was completely guilty on that point but i feel like she ha- she was involved with the killings of her son which i can't wait to do that case either mm. um that's another one that's dear to my heart but that's just me saying that's when it comes to acting those are two people i that automatically come to my mind yeah all right all right well i can't wait to hear what you think <laughs> it will be interesting i can't wait to deep dive into it for sure so a quote from Al Gannon, I never in my wildest dreams would have ever thought you'd be in danger. Oh man, when he said his oh man, this this brought me uh it was it was crushing. It was I mean crushing. this would have been like something that was gut wrenching for me to hear him say. It was. Cause he even the minute he learned that Letitia lied to him when he realized that, oh wait, this bitch is lying to me. Yeah. You know, the moment that she was you know, he was like it he cried. Yeah. I mean, he was tearful. You know, he said, you'd be in danger or I would not have left you at home with what turned out to be your murderer and the last person to ever see you on this earth. I'm so sorry. Hmm. That, that's, that's gut-wrenching. Yeah, it really is. And, of course, you know, Letitia declined to make a statement to the court during her sentence. Of course she, she did. She didn't say a word. What you going to say anyways? She could say, I'm sorry. No. She could say, I'm sorry. I, it may not mean shit, but exactly. she could say, I'm sorry. Nobody wants to hear it. But she can't say, oh, I didn't mean to kill him. Bitch, yes, you Nobody's going to believe it. No, nobody wants to hear it anyways. She knew she'd be wasting her time. 
like that little boy said bullshit exactly (laughs) exactly what we would all been saying Mm. so i want to back up a little bit i want to discuss her daughter's testimony which is a huge you know was a big impact in this case yeah um she said that she felt like she'd been manipulated and lied to well of course she had look at who her mother is poor thing you know she gave a very emotional testimony and talked about her childhood the time around gannon's disappearance and the drive to florida with her mom right after he went missing in 2020 um she's quoted as saying i'm still in shock i defended her for years and i feel like i've been manipulated and lied to and that you know she was she fought back tears on the stand for sure i mean that would have been hard I mean, you just, you're, she's, she's, she's 20 years old at this point. 20 years old. Yeah. I mean, she was a kid when it happened. I mean, the love for your mom doesn't just turn off. No. It doesn't. No matter what your mom's done to you or what has happened in the life, you know. And I know a lot of people, I was um, reading like a Reddit forum and TikTok on it saying a lot of people were speculating that you know she knew about his murder and disappearance and what really happened because they said that there was a lot of communication right after that between her and her mom but honestly I don't think she knew I oh abs I I absolutely even the judge addressed that he was like yeah. Uh, yeah she absolutely did not have anything to do with it and she didn't help her mom throw the suitcase over the bridge either, which is a lot of no. other people were speculating. Well, no, how do you ride even, all that way? And even I've been guilty of going, well, how do you ride all that way and not smell anything? But even then, I mean, there's ways to cover it up or your mom, you know, you're going to believe what your mom's saying to you. And it was months before the trial that she still believed her. Yeah. Yeah. Know, she was yeah. innocent. She, didn't she say she believed her up until the point that she um, pled um, not guilty by the reason of insanity? Mm-hmm. I think she believed her up until then. Yeah. And that's probably, what, 60 days before the trial starts when she's got to put it in? Yeah. What? I mean, it's... She said I defended her for years. She did. Since 2020. That is years. But, I mean, what are you going to do? That's your mom. Yeah, what are you going to do? When, I mean, as much BS as I've been through with my own mom, there's still things I would defend her on. Yeah. Part of her may be a little hard, though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe a little bit turkey, but, I mean... That's your mom. I mean, when you're a teenager and everything, I mean, you get close with you, especially her. They were close. Yeah. So, yeah, defending her, I get that. I don't think she was guilty at all, though. Now her mother? Hell yeah, she's fucking guilty. But she lied to her so much. She I mean, did. Jesus Christ, she lied to her about her dad. Yes. About her father. What the hell, man? Why? And then don't forget, Leticia threw in the whole um, guy coming in and raping her. And then he was he took Gannon. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just a whole nother extra story that makes no damn sense in this whole thing. Poor girl. So, I mean, you're being thrown all this information. Yeah. What are you going to do? She seems to be doing well. I mean, I follow her on TikTok. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. She's so beautiful. Oh, oh she my is. God. She's gorgeous. she's gorgeous. Her hair is like, ugh. Thankfully, she didn't take after her mother, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. I mean, she told them it was time to... You know, she needed to do the right thing. Yes. So. So, Letitia Stout, she sat motionless in court as the judge read the jury's verdict, finding her guilty of two counts of first-degree murder, 
one count of tampering with a deceased human body, and one count of tampering with physical evidence. The Colorado District Judge Gregory Werner sentenced Stout to life in prison with no possibility of parole for the murder convictions, in addition to shorter prison sentences for the two tampering charges. So, honestly, I think she should have gotten the death penalty. And I will always say that. I yeah, don't think she deserves it, to live. Was it not in effect anymore when the crimes were committed, right? In Colorado, right? Because that went away before even Chris Watts. Yeah, because... Yeah, that was Lord a couple, couple, couple years before, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But then there's also the matter of the life insurance policy she took out on on him. See, that, that, that shocked me. It was a $25,000 life insurance policy that she took out. When did she do that? Let's see. It was... She took the policy out on June 11th, 2017. So, three years before he was killed. Did, did Al know about that? No. Um, wow. So, it was called a child rider insurance policy. And it would allow her to collect a $25,000 after Gannon's death. But now, she took it out with USAA. And now they're asking a federal judge to decide where that money should go. No question. No question where it should go. It should go to his biological parents. Yeah. I'm sorry, but there's no way they should award it to her. What what is she going to do with it? Put it to commissary and get fatter? Sorry, not fat shaming, but you know what I mean. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> I don't either, but despise I have this woman. Sense of humor. I despise this woman, though. She's and there's another one out there. I'm gonna have to look her up. She, I'm sorry, I'll get a name here in just a minute for you. But oh my gosh, she is just as bad. But she did something to her child, S A, mm. before. I think I know who you're you talking about. I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to find a name. We will do the story and I will remind y'all. So forgive me for leaving y'all hanging on that. But So USA also filed a federal lawsuit against uh, Stalk and Gannon's biological parents. The financial services company claims that the felonious killing of Gannon should not allow his murderer to profit from his death. It's an innocent says that USA is an innocent stakeholder, which prompted them to petition the courts to decide who should recoup the death benefit. That just seems like a no-brainer to me. I mean, I understand they got to go through the court system because... Yes. But it should be like, okay, the parents should get this money. Absolutely. But she took it out. My thing is, has she been planning the murder that long? Three years? I mean, that's not an insanity plea. I'm sorry. That's not. You cannot say that's why, that. Was, that's that's why my first. That's why my first question was, did Al know about it? And it's no. through USAA. Yeah, but she's a military wife, so. Right. That's what I'm saying, but. I, no, everything I've read is he didn't know about it. Um, court documents revealed that. And they weren't even married that long. No, but she knew what she was doing, so that's why you cannot tell me that something right there was not premeditated. Man. I mean, they still got her on first. But I'm sorry, your jealousy and hate of a child? He's a child. He's a child. <gasps> oh. My bad. What? Nothing. What? I is? don't want to talk about it anymore on this episode because I can't even remember the damn woman's name. 
when you just keep saying it's a child, it's a child, it's a child, it's a child. How can you be? How can me. you be jealous? How can you be jealous of a child? That's what I'm trying to. How can you be jealous? Because you're having to take care of him. Guess what? That's what happens when you become a mother. Even if you're a stepmother, that's what you do. You have understand. to take care of the child. So court documents revealed that she set the policy up to include who should be who should be the beneficiary of the money if Gannon were to die. The plan included 75% to Stout's biological daughter, Harley, and 25% to her ex-husband, Al. Yeah. Oh. She wanted that money to go to her daughter. However, when she was arrested for the murder, she asked them to change the beneficiary information to remove Al. And at the request of Stalk on March 3rd, 2020, USAA changed this information to make Hunt the sole beneficiary of these life insurance funds. 100, yeah, it says on this paperwork, 100% to Harley Hunt Child. So Harley got it. That's where it was supposed to go. I can't balk at that. I can't. She did damage to that girl, too. That girl deserves some I mean, compensation for it. I mean, that's a lot of she mental didn't, health to go she didn't, the, I mean, she didn't lose her life. She didn't, you know, lose her child. But, but damn, the fact she's, that she, been, she's been tortured by that woman for the last 20 years. The trauma of knowing Jesus. that she was in the car with his body is enough to put anybody over the edge. Yeah. Oh I mean, that's God. horrible. Yes. To know that your own mother even put you in that realm of a predicament. Yes. Uh-uh. That's not a You're mother. You're supposed in my to opinion. protect these kids. Yeah, that's what you do when you have kids. You protect them. She's gross. So in an and interview, I'm just being nice there. <laughs> in an interview after Stack was convicted of the murder, Al said he wants zero connection to his ex-wife. Of course. To emphasize that point, he said that he and his family will not be seeking restitution from her to this for this very reason. <clears throat> Um, it's quoted that opportunity would be there for us to seek restitution for all the losses and my losses are tremendous my losses are well in the six figures but I would and this is maybe my stubbornness but I'd rather pay every cent of those losses back than be connected with her he said I agree so in federal court documents, an attorney for Al and Landon said that they do not object to the federal courts keeping the money until a judge decides where it should go at this point. So, you know, when you take out in life an insurance policy, they have a, they get to determine, you know, where to pay it. Right. And I remember seems like seems like Al might have said something like that. Like, I don't want any money from her. I'm not looking for restitution, but. But the state was like, whoa, 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 whoa. we're not done. You know, we, 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 we might be, we're, we're not resting with that. Yeah, no, we want our funds. Yeah. But that's the state and that's the government going to be like, mm. yeah, we're, we're, where's my money? Yeah. That's just, we're not letting her get off that easy, right? Yeah. Hmm. So at this point, the money's at the courts and the, you know, they're asking, you know, hey, you need to decide, um, They've, a federal court judge has filed an order to command USAA to pay the 25000 to a treasury registry with the court. Mm-hmm. 
Now, that judge is tasked with determining if that money should go back to USAA or a rightful owner. So, you can't, some, they quoted was saying, you can't take a life insurance policy out against someone and then murder them for money. Well, duh. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. But look at how many people that do that anyways. They take out these huge life insurance policies and then they the person dies. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But they, those, those people don't ever get paid either when they get caught. Yeah. Especially when there's murder suspected. Mm-hmm. Don't make no sense. Okay. So... They said that parents taking life insurance policies out on their children, or in this case, stepchildren, are highly unusual. And this is because children are typically not earning income. And if they were to pass away, the family is now on the hook for income losses. Um, USA, the attorneys and everybody, they're quoted as saying, Gannon's life for those two and a half years with his stepmother must have been absolutely atrocious. You try and think that no one can be that conniving or manipulative. Who said that? Um, it's one of the attorneys, but at this point, who knows? So, it's one of the attorneys with USAA oh, okay. that's doing okay. the investigation. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm. So, the USA did issue a statement regarding the life insurance policy. Atrocious. Atrocious. That is, is a hell of a word. That is. Uh, USA said, this is a tragic situation, and USA has given the proceeds to the court to determine the appropriate recipient of the life insurance policy. So... This was right after the trial and everything. So it's still being, they're still trying to determine who's it going to go to. Can and you imagine how some, manipulative she had to be? Can you even imagine? in front of Al, towards her, towards Gannon, how, how manipulative, like how she had to pretend like to be nice. And then if a lawyer is using the word atrocious, how it was for Gannon, probably his yeah. life with her. Again, she's a damn good actress. Yes. I would give her that. When you look at her interviews and everything, and then the way she acted during just her entire court session. I mean, looking she like was the looking, ring. Like, looking like that girl from The Ring. Mm-hmm. Samara, I think. <clears throat> Samara? Samara? Whatever her name is. I mean, I love The Ring, the movie, but man. Oof. I, I don't think I'd come to court looking like that, but maybe that's who she looks up to. Who knows? But I honestly, I'm just I'm appalled at her actions. I it it blows my mind the way she acted. She just she disgusts me, and I am so it breaks my heart. It makes me sad that what this little boy had to live through, knowing that he because you kids know kids know when they're not liked. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, when Al yeah. wasn't around, she treated him like just absolute shit. Yeah. That's so unfortunate. It is. She's a gross human being. She is. Yeah, yeah I don't even want to call her a human being. She don't even deserve that title. No. I hope she gets what's coming to her in prison, though. Man, I hope she gets a Jeffrey Dahmer. Right? There was a, um, ooh, um, my friend on TikTok that I told you about, mm-hmm. um, Autumn, she said on a live the other day that over in Florida, that they were waiting 
they were waiting for Casey Anthony. Really? Yes. So I know it's true. I know it's true. And she was over there for 10 years. So she said them females over there were waiting for Casey Anthony. So I know it's true. Oh, yeah. I've watched a lot of prison TikToks where the, the people that are child murderers, traumas, all that, they get what's coming to them in prison. And the guards will just look the other way. They're like, what happened? I, you slipped and fell. Oh, oh, my gosh. That's your heart. You should watch where you're walking. Yeah, it's a little slippery over here. <laughs> Not to mention it's on your blood, but okay. Anyways. Okay. Best, my crime crazy people. I want yep. everyone, let's take a big deep breath together. I want to say thank you for joining us on this case. And join us next week as we bring you an all-new case that is swirling around in our heads. All right, my crime crazy people, we will be back next week with a brand new episode. To see all of our source material, please consult the show notes. Don't forget forget to click that subscribe follow button and follow us on our social media at Vell of Humanity Podcasts, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Hosted by Kimberly Taylor and Melanie Yelvington. Produced and music by Courtney Santos. Edited by Courtney Santos and Xavier Foster. A Bronx Bay production. Okay, Bronx, tell them we will see them again next week. <laughs>